Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. It is such a joy to be at your presence, Lord. To be in your presence, just to be with you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. We thank you for this beautiful morning, for the sun, the birds chirping in the air, the cool wind. We thank you, Lord, that you do not take this away from us in judgment for all the things that we do every single day, every time we fall, every mistake we make. And yet you have shown us last night in your teaching, Lord, that we are your masterpiece. We thank you, Lord, that you have knitted us cell by cell. You know every single one of them because you shaped them the way they are. You made us in your image and your likeness in the whole universe. And that too, you gave us that uniqueness. We thank you, Lord. You love us so much that you thought nothing is less if it has to be paid in a price. You value us more than everything else in this universe that you thought it's even worth giving the life and blood of Jesus for us as a price. We thank you, Lord. We humble ourselves and we ask for mercy, Lord, for all those times that we have gone against you, for all the times we have failed to recognize your love, for all the times we have turned away, for all the times we have, choose to, we have chosen to ignore. Oh, Lord, we ask for mercy. For all the times we have hurt you. For all the times we have ignored your ways, your will and your word, and have just gone with our ways. Our kingdom come, our will be done. We ask forgiveness, Father. We ask for mercy. We surrender all our crowns, our pride, our ego all our achievements. We surrender all our failures as well, Lord. Everything that has not worked in the way we planned it, everything that we thought otherwise, and yet your ways are high above our ways. Your plans are high above our plans. We ask for that grace and that strength, Lord, in our spirit, to hold on in faith, to believe that you've got this for us. And it is your plan to prosper us, not to, for us to go through suffering only. We thank you, Lord, that you want us to learn out of your word, your ways, to grow. We think and plan our ways in our hearts. And yet it is your word that is the final say. We thank you, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That which only you can give and no one else can give, but no one can take away either. That despite all of that, yet when we come to you, we're able to leave our baggage behind and there is that sense of peace, that joy in our heart. There is that knowledge that you love us, that there is no condemnation, that you do not accuse in us in any way but you are just willing to pour your love onto us, clothe us in your glory. And when we repent, 
you are ever willing to forgive our sins and say there is now no condemnation for those who have come in the name of Jesus. All we need to do is believe and trust. We thank you, Lord. And with that understanding, we share your peace and your joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been made, requests, prayer requests have been made on this group, Lord. And with all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with every Christian everywhere that does not know you personally. And with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away. Let them have that experience of your presence, Father. Quicken them in your spirit, in their spirit. That by your spirit they are able to see and experience your glory. First hand. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. Knowing that everyone that calls on your name cannot end up in shame. So we look to the Holy Trinity, our one God, and we call on the name of our Father, our Maker, our Creator, who is ever faithful. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. The God who always honors faith. And in faith, we have been joined to that genetic hereditary. That blessing that was covenanted to Abraham through our spiritual genetics when we come in faith we call on the name of the one who is the ancient of days the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet this is what your word in Romans 16 verse 20 says Lord and we pray in the name of Jesus your son the name that is above all names at which every knee must bow the Lion of Judah, the Lord, our redemption, the God of our salvation. To ride on the white horse, the one who shall judge the quick and the dead. And in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, our daily bread that you give us every single day. The word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of love. The one who is our comforter. The one who makes that word real to us. The Lord in the midst of his people. Who dwells in his people and is mighty. We thank you Lord that you have blessed us. With the gift of your word, your spirit and the gift of prayer. Where we can legally authorize you to step into our circumstance and act on our behalf. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of angels, with destiny help us. You have blessed us, Lord, with the gift of this prayer group, the powerful teachings that you share, the enlightenment that you give us, the revelation you pour into our hearts and the application, the wisdom that you pour, whereby we can use it in our lives. To walk in that abundance that Jesus came to give us, to step in that dominion that you have kept for us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with food on our table, with the work of our hands. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, 
every physical provision in accordance with your riches, not what we deserve. You are ever willing to pour out your wisdom as well. And all you said is ask, let him who asks be given it full measure. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our life every single day. You have something new planned for us today as well and you load us with your benefits today. And you bid us speak into our morning to command it. You give us your systems of advantage, Lord, the mysteries, the secrets that you have hidden in your word. That when we understand them and when we speak them, when we walk in that faith, then we achieve abundance and we can step closer to the dominion that you have in store for us. We ask for that grace to walk on that journey with you humbly, in obedience, with your will and boldly stepping out with that boldness that you pour into our spirit, Lord. You have not given us that spirit of weakness, of fear, of timidity, of doubt. But one that boldly loves, that boldly speaks your word. And a sound mind backed by your wisdom from this word. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make. Every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By the precious blood of Jesus, we declare it as our hedge, our protection, our barricade in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments with your holy, on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption and I command that angelic protection over each of these, your children, Father, in faith, in the name of Jesus. We declare success coming to them in every way this day. We declare life in their words. We declare abundance in all their challenges, Lord, that they emerge victorious. That no form of bondage can hold them. But your love that sets us free in your spirit, Lord, your truth, let these abide in us and we abide in you. We thank you, Father. We herald the power in our spoken word as well as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, 10, 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouth this day. And we declare right now in the name of Jesus that it will not return to us empty but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it, when we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we looked at how honor and association with a blessed person can bring blessings on your life. We looked at the story of Abraham and Lot. 
And as long as Lot was associated with Abraham, he prospered. But as soon as there were differences and he separated from him, destruction came, even though initially it looked like green plains and pastures. It still led to destruction in the bigger picture, in the longer term. He couldn't discern that the blessing was because of his association with Abraham. Today, I'd like to reflect on another story from the Bible, that of Jacob and Laban. So we're fast forwarding now two generations down. First thing to remember is that Jacob was anointed because he was the descendant, covenant descendant of Abraham. In Genesis 25 verse 5, Abraham, it says Abraham gave all he had to Isaac. So that covenanted blessing was passed on to his son. And then in Genesis 27 verse 29, you see Isaac blessing Jacob with the same blessing where he said to him, blessed is he that blesses you. It is such powerful blessing. Are you seeing that transfer of anointing, transgenerational? It is meant to be transferred, not kept with us. To our own children, but also not just those that are physically, genetically our own children, but also our children in the spirit, those that the Lord assigns to us to bless. That's God's covenant of abundance with Abraham. Where he said, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. So that's now resting on Jacob. When Jacob feared that Esau would kill him for stealing his father's blessing that was meant for the elder son before the father passed on, Jacob feared that Esau would kill him. So he escaped to his mother's brother, his uncle's house, Laban. Laban was a clever and cunning man. Laban promised Jacob his daughter Rachel because Jacob liked her. He promised his daughter Rachel in exchange for seven years of work. But when seven years were passed, he gave him Leah instead. And then he had Jacob work for another seven years before he gave him Rachel. There was something that Laban knew there. So he was very shrewd in how he negotiated this to keep Jacob working for him. Clearly, Jacob was not dependent on him. Jacob was not a burden on him. In fact, Jacob was the reason why he was prospering. And you see that during this entire time, it is, it is seen in Genesis 30 verse 30. During that entire time of those years, it was seven plus seven plus another six years where the wages were cattle. Laban kept prospering and growing richer. And then when Jacob wanted to leave with his wives and children and all that he had, look at what Laban said to him in Genesis 30 verse 27. He said, stay, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. The man discerned the anointing on Jacob, although he didn't know 
what covenant God made with Abraham. He didn't know it. And yet when Jacob lived with him here, he discerned that anointing. How many times do we associate with so many people and we have failed to discern what is that anointing, that deposit that God has placed on their life? And that anointing passes us by every single day and yet we don't know how to rub off that anointing upon our lives that we might be blessed. The power of association. You can see two different situations here now. One of Lot, one of Laban. One spiritually did not discern, the other one shrewd enough to pick it up. Not necessarily good intentions, but still picked it up. He was able to discern through his experience. Genesis 30 verse 27 says he learned by experience that Jacob carried that anointing. He was smart enough to hold on to it and not let it go. He did his best to hold it on for almost for 20 years actually. Can you imagine you being able to take advantage of some anointing somewhere for 20 years? How that will bless your life? That's using God's system of advantage. You're like Laban, even a wicked person can take advantage of association. So what that means is, it is a law, it is not a respecter of men. It is a law, it must be fulfilled. The power of association. And if you understand its power and discern the person to associate with, then you will rub off the blessing on their life. What about the two thieves who hung on the cross beside Jesus? One dishonored him and got nothing. He got the punishment due, obviously, he would go down to judgment. And the other honored Jesus. And all he said he humbly was, remember me, Lord, when you come into your kingdom. For that honor, Jesus said, today you shall be with me in paradise. Two direct examples were on his either side. The sheep and the goats in the parable of Matthew 25, I think it is. Are you seeing the difference? A simple act of honor. And then association. However, taking undue advantage and abusing their kindness is dangerous. It can turn things around. Laban did a lot of that. And then when Jacob realized that Laban just wanted to take advantage of him and continue to extract the benefit, in Genesis 31, we see that the Lord, it tells us the Lord blessed Jacob and he had more cattle than Laban did. He started off working for Laban with zero against his tally. And yet in the end, when he left, he had a lot more. The Lord blessed him. Association is good, but do not abuse or misuse it. Obviously, when Jacob leaves Laban, the anointing has left. We saw what happened to Lot. 
the same downfall happens to all those when that anointing leaves from their side. We need to be very careful not to be greedy and not to harm them. Not to take advantage to the point of harming them. If you have employees or neighbors or friends who are gifted, even your own family members, be very careful how you deal with that blessing upon their life. Do not underpay what is due to them. Do not misuse their kindness. Honor them and bless them is our message for today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding, for that discernment to see your deposit on the lives of your servants in faith. The ones you have anointed with talents, with gifts, with blessings and to carry your presence that nowhere by any chance through our words do we ever dishonor them do we harm them but give us that grace Lord to recognize your presence on their life that you have anointed their heads with oil and their cups have run it over and when we associate then that overflow from their cup, falls into our cup. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. That you have placed them in our lives to bless us, to enrich our lives as well. And we want to thank you and praise you for all those destiny helpers that have blessed us in our life up until this day. We thank you, Father, for our parents who looked after us even before we were born while you were knitting us in, your, in, in our mother's womb, that same mother loved and cared for us. We thank you, Father, for our parents, for our father. We thank you for our siblings, for our spouse, for our children, for our neighbors, for our friends, for our work colleagues. We thank you, Father, for this praying family that you have associated us with. That every blessing and anointing that is upon this family comes to each of us. We thank you, Lord for that gift of answered prayer. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your spirit. That association, the biggest of all, the greatest of all, the spirit of Jesus himself, Jesus living within us through him. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your love, Lord, that is unchangeable in every circumstance, whether we are up or down. You do not change your love for us. We thank you, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day. Those that are all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray, Lord, for all those that are yoked under any kind of strongholds, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your will and your ways, your word, and under poverty. All kinds of slavery. And we pray, Lord, 
for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. We pray for their salvation, Lord. Draw them near to you, Father. Let them see your light. Clothe them in your glory. That none shall head out naked into darkness, but shall be brought into your house, in your kingdom, seated at your table. We stand in that gap as well, Father. And we plead mercy. Your mercy that destroys every altar of sin and iniquity in their lives. We plead for that mercy, Father. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our prayer and our faith, making this a prayer of agreement with each other, we believe, Lord, that we have received what we have asked for in the spirit and we look to its manifestation in the physical. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you pray with us on our behalf and are here right now. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Sandes <laughs> 
Ya 
mighty, powerful, unmatched name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that you may always have enough of everything and may provide in abundance for every good work. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If any of you is getting a word from the Lord, please feel free to unmute and speak. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our platforms, including social media channels, uh, Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, powerful time of prayer, and also the Friday Bible teachings. If that is enriching your life, please give that as a gift to others. All these recordings are available on our YouTube channel. The links are posted on Facebook. Everything is also stored on our podcast channel. You can use any of those platforms. Whatever works for the ones that you are seeking to bless, give it as a gift. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. everyone.